Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Target! Free Shavaka do! What y'all get for number 12? I got 18. I got 9.5. I got Abraham Lincoln. There is only one thing worse than a rapist. Boom. A child. No. Joey, did you eat my sandwich? I am your sandwich. Good mythical morning! Shut up! I'm currently eating sushi. It's very yummy. No. I guess I'm just too tough to cry. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this today's episode of Internet Exposition. It is May the 12th. It is Wednesday, my dudes. And let's get this started with uh, the first segment which is uh, rate your selfie so the first selfie we have is by Mad Queen Show uh, it looks pretty good I like the background uh, like a lot going on in the background um, it looks good I like the shirt she's wearing I would rate it a solid 8 out of 10 the next one is by uh, Art uh, Felipe um I, this one looks pretty good too. I like the background. A little bit dull <clears throat> compared to the last one. I'd probably rate it a 7 out of 10. The last one is by Madhu Fisher. Fisher? I'm assuming that's how you pronounce her name. <laughs> um, I like this one too. Uh, the background's a little dark. It's cutting off the arm a little bit, so I'd probably rate it a 7 out of 10. So let's move on to the news section. <laughs> And if I can get it pulled up here, the news today is, the internet news today is, uh, is your channel prepared? The biggest changes on YouTube in 2021. 2020 has been a crazy year. Not only, this is by, uh, this is by, uh, Tubix, um, blog, by the way. 2020 has been a crazy year, not only for the world, but for YouTube creators as well. Uh, Koba alone shook the community and made people think, should I <clears throat> keep making videos? Definitely yes. Stay tuned because there are a bunch of exciting features coming to YouTube next year. Let's dive into... <clears throat> Jeez Louise, man. I'm sorry. I just can't stop. i get a little drink of water. Let's dive in and learn which new features, rules, and trends you should be aware of in 2021 if you have a YouTube channel. Let's see. These are the top seven changes happening on YouTube in 2021. Number one, changes to YouTube video monetization. Number two, YouTube video chapters are gaining more strength. Uh, number three, YouTube Shorts are expanding to the rest of the world. Yes, I've noticed that. YouTube Shorts are getting more and more popular, that's for sure. Um, I think it's just capitalizing on all these really short videos that people, you know, people don't, you know, they want entertainment quick. We live in a day and age where people want it, they want it now, and they can't get it now, then they don't want it at all. 
you know, like they want it, they want quick entertainment and they want it short and sweet to the point. Um, so yeah, we definitely live in living in that day and age and it's getting stronger and stronger as time goes on. So, and I imagine in 2022, it's probably just going to become even more uh, prevalent with these really short clips. Um, number four, the subscriber count is losing its importance. Um, I think this is kind of irrelevant. This, this is something that's been talked about long ago. Like, people, you know, your subscriber count, you can have, like, I've seen it so many happen so many times with channels. Like, you could have, like, a million subscribers, and then most, pretty much 90% of your videos are don't even get anywhere close to that. There's a difference between a subscriber and a, and a fan of your channel. Like, if someone's a fan of your channel, they're not only going to be a subscriber, but they will watch pretty much any content that you put out. Just because someone subscribes to your channel, that don't mean they're going to watch, you know, a whole lot of your videos, if any of your videos. There have been times where people will subscribe to channels and hardly ever watch. Why they're subscribed, I have no idea, but... <clears throat> and there could be a multiple reasons. Like I said, sometimes with the YouTubers, maybe they upload a little bit too often. Maybe they don't upload often enough, you know, and then people forget about their channel. Or maybe they upload, like I said, too often. They don't have enough time to keep up with their videos. Or, or maybe they only like a certain type of content that they put out. So they don't watch, like, all the rest of these videos, but they're only watching, like, this these videos. So there could be a multiple reasons. I'm one of those people, I don't typically subscribe to a channel unless I actually watch most of their videos. If I'm not watch, if I catch myself scanning past their videos all the time and not watching them, then I usually do one or two things. I'm either, I have to ask myself, am I still interested in their channel? Or I just unsubscribe because, and I'm not trying to be mean by unsubscribing. It's just that, um, it's just that I don't want to waste anybody's time or sit there and then put it in my subscription feed if I'm not even going to watch their videos. So, but yeah, this is, to me, this is old news. This is something that's been obvious years ago, like way back in like 2002. 16 or 17 like it became obvious to people that like just because you have a bunch of subscribers that'll automatically guarantee you're going to get a lot of views and just because you have a few amount of subscribers that doesn't automatically mean you're going to get those small views i've seen channels that only have like you know like maybe 50,000 subscribers and yet a lot of their videos will get close to a million views which is kind of strange but it just ha it maybe it's because they have content that catches a um a wide audience but it's not an audience that really wants to stick around and subscribe and maybe watch future videos but then new people come in and want to watch the future videos it's kind of a constant cycle almost um so that's yeah to me that's old news that's something that um that's been obvious years ago um let's see youtube number five youtube gives viewers more choice um, number six, increasing focus on mobile creators. Um, number seven, new features in YouTube Studio. Yeah, I've I'd, I've tried YouTube Studio before. I just don't really care for it, and I don't think I I know of any serious uh, YouTuber that actually uses YouTube Studio at least as their main editor. 
um, they might use it for maybe some post editing, like maybe they uploaded something and they realized, oh crap, I left that in, or maybe YouTube claimed a copyright for a, like just a particular spot, so they're like, cut that just small little part out on YouTube Editor. But other than that, I don't know any YouTuber that actually uses YouTube Editor as their main thing. Um, in 2020, to earn money on YouTube, you needed to apply for a uh, accepted uh, and be accepted I can't read into the YouTube partner program this meant that certain requirements should also m be met to qualify for monetization your channel had to be at least 4,000 hours of watch time within the last year and at least a thousand subscribers this policy went into effect at the beginning of 2018 and was another way for YouTube to prioritize watch time as opposed to view count which was a platform of previous focus. Yeah, because people, just because you have a lot of views, that doesn't mean people are watching all your video. I have videos on my channel that have like thousands of views, but if you, if you go to the, <clears throat> the, um, the analytics section on YouTube, then you'll see that people are clicking that, that video and watching maybe a few minutes of it, and then they're clicking right back off. At least most people. <laughs> And um, my thing just exit out. There we go. Um, watch time is the total number of hours. Yeah, you know what watch time is. We can skip over that. <laughs> and um, in 2021, more and more new features will be introduced. One of the most exciting things is that chapters are shown on Google. When a video is recommended, users can navigate through video parts directly there and skip the part of interest. Yeah, um, I've noticed that with a lot of YouTube videos, more and more segmented, uh, they'll like those little, so instead of fast forwarding, like, cause I've catch my, I've caught myself a few times watching YouTube videos where I'll fast forward a little bit and I'm like, oh, I don't like this part. I'm like, this is the part where maybe it's a part where they go through, or if it's at the very end of the video, I'll catch myself clicking off the video because I just don't care for that particular part. One example, I'm not hating on, uh, Rhett and Link from Good Mythical Morning, but I'm just going to use them as an example because a lot of people know who they are. But, um, when they used to spin the Wheel of Mythicality before they switched that over to Good Mythical More, they used to spin the Wheel of Mythical, Mythicality at the end and then whatever it said they did this little funny little segment at the end i never thought it was that entertaining and i never really cared for it all that much so i always caught myself um clicking off the video by the time they got to that part like I, half the time i didn't even see what it landed on it that like they would spin it spin it and then i would click off so, because I really didn't care that much, but that's just one example. And there are other YouTubers where I'll like maybe fast forward through a section part of it or something that I don't care for, but that's handy to have those little markers in the video. That way people can be like, okay, this is what I really came to the video for. So I'm going to click on this part. So yeah, that's, uh, the news of, of the internet today. And, um, So let's move on to meme-tastic. It says, uh, when you feel useless sometimes, but then you realize that you breathe out carbon dioxide for plants. You know, I'm something of a useful myself. Yeah, it has a picture of um, Ozzy Osbourne. Or Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Oscorp. Uh, you know, Ozzy from Oscorp. Mm -hmm. 
I said Ozzy Osbourne. Um, it says, hey, you." Go, the brain's like, hey, you going to sleep? And it's like, me, yes, now shut up and let me sleep. The brain, a day on Venus is longer than its year. <laughs> than its year. <laughs> I actually had to think about this one for a minute, and I was like, is that really true? But then it dawned on me. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, Because it takes longer for the planet to completely turn around than it does... Uh, for it to completely rotate around the sun, and I was just like, that that's kind of mind-boggling. Um, but yeah, you think stupid stuff like that when you're trying to go to sleep. So that's why I always put on something to listen to, whether it be music or some kind of podcast or uh, maybe like YouTube videos that I'm not super, super interested in, something that's like background noise kind of thing, anything to kind of help turn my brain off a little bit. And... Um, the next one is shower thoughts. We could we could all have been created a second ago, along with our memories. Nobody could tell. Yeah, that's true. Because like you could literally just popped into existence like, just like a few seconds ago with all the memories you have right now, and it's like there's no way to really prove nor disprove that. Um, it says, me remembering movie quotes. It has Patrick like his brain pulled to a, an extreme. It says, me remembering someone's name when they just introduced themselves. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely me. I'm hor- I'm, I can't even hardly remember people's names even after like a month of knowing them. Um, like, especially if it's a name I'm not super familiar with. You know, if it's a basic name like John or Steve or something like that, like, I can remember it. But, like, if someone has like a slightly more bizarre name that I haven't heard too much, then it's, yeah, it's hard for me to remember it. Uh, it says when you're laughing at World War Three jokes, but you realize you are a healthy 15 to 20 year old male. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember when uh, when I was young and the war in Iraq first started, and uh, how like nervous I got because my mom like decided for some reason to say like, oh, you might have to join the war like if it keeps going on by the time you turn 18. And I'm like, gee, thanks, mom. Thanks for you know, making me nervous. Yeah, and no, it's like I got nervous about it. But like World War Three is not even something that's going on, at least not right now. Uh it says, uh here's a text. It says, Hey, do you have any of Tuesday's notes? Stop texting my girl. What do you want? Tuesday's notes. Get this man Tuesday's notes. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's like he immediately starts to get defensive. Like, what do you want? Like, uh Tuesday's notes. <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> Anyway, that's it for Memetastic. Hopefully you enjoyed that segment. Um, so now we're going to move on to um, YouTubers' birthdays, So, which is part of video sharing catch-up, kind of. Um, so the first birthday we have is Coop. Um, his real name is Cooper. Uh, he's turning 23 today. He's known as a... Um, Game reviews, occasional podcast, but his channel also showcases Cooper's origins in Brick Filmmaker, as several Brick films were made between 2010 and 2015 before Cooper made the switch to become a game reviewer. So, happy birthday, Coop. Uh, we have, next we have Just Spawn. Um... Better known as, um, he's turning 23 today. He's a Russian gaming YouTuber who uploads videos to Pixel Gun about Pixel Gun uh, 3D. It is Crew's birthday today. 
Uh, real name is, oh, I'm pop up all over the place. Real name is uh, Cat or and known as, oh, I'm all over the place. <laughs> Crew District and Cat Plays Games is a YouTube channel, is a group of five siblings. It's funny, painting rainbows, golden glare, lunar eclipse, and, um, I did not know that. I did not know that Crew was a, uh, I guess he's what? It's Funny's brother? Did not know that. That's uh, very interesting. Um, that's very interesting. Um, so yeah, happy birthday, Crew. Um, we got, um, I don't know why I keep saying um over and over again. It's uh, Mickey Murphy's birthday today. He's turning uh, 23. He's American comedy vlogger. It's Ruben Sims' birthday today. He's turning 24. He's an American YouTuber known for Roblox gaming and criticism videos. Action criticizing the Roblox modern team. Uh, it's uh, Belgium Games' birthday today. His real name is Jeans. I can't pronounce his last name. He's turning 25, better known online as the Belgian Games in... Uh, filmish YouTuber, mostly plays Minecraft and makes many different kinds of tutorials. It's uh, Drumsy's birthday today. His real name is Michael. He's turning 26. Better known as uh, Drumsy, he is a American YouTuber that uploads VR chat content and narrative news reporter style while reporting skits with his friends. It's... Uh, Dequan's birthday, Dequan Loco, his birthday today, I have no idea how to pronounce his name. He's turning 27 today, he's a Twitch streamer, a professional Fortnite player, he currently resides in Los Angeles. Uh, Dequan is known for popularity, the double pump, winning Fortnite early invitationals. Um, it is uh, Cyphron, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Right, his birthday is turning twenty thirty. He's turning thirty two today. He is a French comedy YouTuber best known for uploading comedy sketches and skits. Uh, it's Fine Sauce's birthday today. He's turning thirty six. He's an Italian uh, American YouTuber, gaming streamer who is the founder of Twitch gaming group Vine Sauce, formed in two thousand and ten. His first streams and group where other members would later join a Vine Sauce. He's known for gaming streams, made up characters such as Sponge and Ralph Bluton. Uh, it's Nalt's birthday today. He's turning 52. Um, he is a YouTube comedian. He began YouTube as the one of the top 20 most viewed comedy channels and collaborates with today's top 10 YouTube personalities. He has been ranked as one of YouTube's most uh, subscribed YouTubers. Mm -hmm. So, happy birthday. How many how many subscribers does he have on his main channel, I wonder? Um, not a whole lot, really. Um, so anyway, happy birthday! Not so, uh, it has a little over two hundred thousand. So he has a 
decent amount. Uh, at last, we have it's Jordan's birthday. Uh, she is turning. How old is she turning? It doesn't say. Doesn't give an official date. Um, is it, she is a YouTuber doing corruptions for Wii and GameCube games using do the Dolphin emulator. Uh, he is also known for gaming videos. Um, so happy birthday, Jordan. Uh, next we got the video sharing catch up. So let's move through this. Uh, we got KBD Productions TVs doing a live stream right now. Stealth camping on location. Uh, channel members only. Um, Preston Plays. He's doing day in the life of a YouTuber. Thank you for 10 million subscribers. So he's celebrating his 10 million subscribers. Um... Let's see who's next. Joshy Omegle's um, Roblox section. Uh, it's funny. We're trapped in pudding in Gummy's life. So she's playing Gummy's life and they're trapped in pudding. Uh, Alfmoo, five baby buttery pranks to help your friends. Uh, we got... Let's see what's next here. More Ollie A. The best GTA 5 moments you have to see. Pro ZD plays games. Playing Star Wars Episode 1 Racer. I remember this game. I haven't seen this video yet, but I remember this game. I, when it first came out, my cousin got the game on uh, N64. And uh, I would go, every time I went to his house, I'd, I we used to love to play it. And it's actually, looking back, it's honestly kind of a mediocre racing game, but... I don't know. It was just kind of fun, I guess, knowing that it was Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we have Company Man, The Decline of Gateway, What Happened. We got uh, Unspeakable Gaming, First to Find uh, the Pink Sheep in Minecraft Wins. Uh, Life with Brothers, Last to Stop Adding Fidget um, Spinners to the Slime Wins. Or, not Fidget Spinners, I read that wrong, just Fidgets. Um, Tim the Talisman, using new anime, uh, skin in Warzone, full react unlocked, uh, watchmojo.com, top 10 times Castlevania characters went beast mode. Um, Dr. Lupo, how many le legendary... Will we get with 401 Aphex Legends Pack Season 9? Unbox Therapy, the new smartphone packs, Monster Display. Uh, PewDiePie, Resident Evil 8, uh, Village Surprisingly Good Ending. GED or GE Vids, uh, Saving Minecraft Mutant Skeleton. Uh, Ratata Boom, uh, Mystery Box Challenge, Don't Choose the Wrong Mystery Drinks and Food, Taste Test by Ratata Boom. Um, i seen this video. Uh, she, at one point, she, like, she starts eating, like, ice cream, and then the other one, uh, she opens it up, and she has watermelon, so she decides to take the watermelon and scooping it on the ice cream cone and treating it like ice cream, which sounded pretty good if you like watermelon. I don't care for watermelon, but if you like it, that would be good, I guess. And but then she does something in my opinion that was really gross. She starts taking Nutella 
and uh, like drizzling on top of the watermelon. I'm like, with Nutella and watermelon, would that really taste good together? I'm like, maybe. Am I missing something? But to me, I was like, oh, that sounded gross to me. You will not make fun of tea. Get ready. She's going to surprise us all. Wonderfully delicious melon ice cream. All right, I can get with that. Yummy. Oh, so mm. yummy. I think we need a few extra scoops here and there. And she does just that. More, more, more! This is the best idea ever! And she's not even done! It's Teletime! Chocolate too? This is gonna be a heck of a treat! My mouth is watering! And Tracy is more than happy! Her treat is great! Uh, we got Ryan's World, uh, uh, Dancing Raisins Experiments, Easy DIY Science Experiments for Kids. Uh, Shirley Curry uh, playing Skyrim, Rockman, the Dragonborn, a tour of uh, Sovngarde. Um, we got Sunday, Random Roll t number two in Among Us. Good Mythical Morning, Discontinued, discontinued Snack Taste Test. Um, I've seen this video. It's pretty good. Uh, they one. I won't spoil the whole thing, but one in one of the videos they do a, uh, um, they do a um, canned Doritos, and um, which I've never even heard of. Apparently, they discontinued them like in the early '90s or something like that. But apparently, in a soda machine, they would have Doritos in there, and they were canned Doritos. But it wasn't a drink. They were literally just Doritos in a can, in a sealed can, and you could buy it like along with your soda, and and then so you could have Doritos in your thing. And I was just like, that's an interesting. At first, I was kind of like, well, that's kind of dumb. Why would you put them in a can like that? But then the more I thought about it, I was like, I kind of like the concept of them being in a can. We, we got bought two of them down. at the same time. So this is the other one, and we have a little hole here. So we can remind ourselves exactly what a bog smells like. Mm. Oh yeah, that, that'll do it for and you. And then that, same well, similar profile. Whatever Boggs was doing back then, Doritos was also doing. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just like I should. You should have told me to waft it, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, that's a nose hole. My freaking nose hairs have been cinched. Hey, it's just doing good things for you. That's what Boggs will do to you. Okay. And it's what's happening here. So you're afraid to eat it. Oh, you know what? Still totally crispy. The taste is, there's a little bogsiness in there. But really what we have but to identify. But some goodness too. Now, but, but what we're, what we're I, I'm is, so impressed that it's still crispy. I just think that the disappointment factor, yeah. when you think you're getting a Doritos soda. And then once you pop it, there's no like pop sound, there's a disappointment there. But it is better than their other failed idea, Pepsi in a bag. <laughs> it was a cool um, look to it. The only problem with it is it kind of gives a little bit of confusion where you think it's a drink. But it maybe if they didn't put it in a soda machine and they would have put it into another vending machine, it would have been better, you know, because they mixed it in with a soda machine. So, because it would fit in there. I think I actually like the concept. I won't tell you if they said uh, not to bring it back or not, but I, I actually like the concept of um, Doritos in a can making a comeback i think that's cool i think it's actually better for the environment too because with aluminum it's easier to recycle than plastic is so it would also be more recyclable too so i think uh, i like the concept and like i said i just kind of like the look and the style to it i i like the concept of that um we got ge vids minecraft satisfying boat uh clutch 
uh, Papa Play. He's. It looks like he's playing. Uh, what is he playing? That's not Roblox. I don't know what the heck he's playing on there. Um, we got uh, WatchMojo.com, the top 10 worst natural disasters of the 90s. Um, we got Grape Applesauce Minecraft, but Enhanced uh, Enchants are custom. And we got, let's see, there's one or two more here, I believe, if I can find them. Oh, okay. We got Freddy opening Apex uh, packs and trying uh, Bangalore. Bangalore? <laughs> and I think that's the last one. Yeah. So that's all for video sharing catch up. Now we're going to move on to live stream uh, interruption. So let's see here. Let's come on over and see who's live streaming right now that I'm following. Like I said, I'm still working on this uh, segment of the show, so just bear with me. We got It's Timmy. He's currently doing a live stream of uh, Aphex Legends. He's playing Aphex Legends. Uh, we got Insomniac. Uh, they're currently doing a live stream of them, you know, doing their DJ thing on there. Uh, we got Hungry. He's, of course, he's live streaming. He always is. 24-7 food shows. And so let's head on over to the browse section and see what we got going on here. Um, we got in the Among Us section, we got uh, Broad, B-R-O-O-D. We always vote blank here. Uh, the Reels Blue Waiter. Uh, Rebroadcast re sub mode. Amazon gift cards. Uh, Level Up Mindy. Just chatting squad mode. So that's uh, what's going on in the Among Us stream. Let's check out Minecraft. Uh, we got Felicia, uh, Dream SMP, hello, it's me, yes, hi. That's an interesting uh, uh, title there. Boomer NA, uh, doing CEO Bed Wars in Minecraft. Um, Shatter, Minecraft, Bed Wars, Insane Play. A lot of people playing Bed Wars. I see Bed Wars, Bed Wars, Bed Wars. Um, pretty popular Minecraft game. Uh, we got Shadow uh, Swatsy. High Pixel Skyblocks. First official creation bigs. Dr. Donut. Joinable viewer. SMP. Come join. Um, let's see if we can check out the next segment here. I'm clicking on the wrong thing here. Alright, let's check out some more. We got Finister, Woke Up Hot Again. Whoops. Uh, Pokimane, uh, Little Nightmares, first playthrough. Let's check out um, the food and drink section. Chef Neon, uh, Ice Cream Birthday Cake, Happy Birthday Ice Cream Pose, 
uh, Karina, I think that's how you pronounce it, Karina celebrating 1,000 followers. Pot of everybody who's come over here, right? And she had, you know, that gorgeous, gorgeous hair. And it would look like it was black if you just looked at her, but out in the sun, it was so blue and it was beautiful. Oh, that was just amazing. So let's come over. So how many of you guys, so I always say, you know, when we, going around over there, when we cook dinner, right, and particularly if it's, if, it's a, if it's a holiday meal, maybe a special occasion, maybe you just wanted to cook something fancy just to challenge yourself and actually do it, right? If you're going to go to that much trouble of making a really fancy dish, a dish that's fun, a dish that you want to actually, uh, um, oh, the AFK Kitchen. Hello, Kathy. How are you? Girl, I know you are busy today and you came over here. Thank you for that. Can we get a shout out for AFK Kitchen, please? Kathy is so incredibly talented. She, I mean, she's got this artistic side that I don't have. Her, she streams every single day, every single day. Let that sink in since January 1st, every single day. But everything she does is like a theme. Like last night they did uh, the Knight's Tale, you know, jousting with, uh, she couldn't get turkey legs, so she did the, the hindquarters. So a lot of fun over there, a lot of fun to be have over there. Um, okay, you know what, I turned that thing off, and I don't know why it's still going off. Thank you, Zebreeze. Thank you. We've got the, the purple, the red, and, 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 and other critters up there on the ceiling. Okay, you just stay up over there. You just stay up over there. I have so many earrings. Oh my gosh, I have so many earrings. I've given so many earrings away. My favorite are the dangly earrings. But when I'm, if I'm working, I have to wear a mask. Or if I'm anywhere where I have to wear a mask, I can't wear the danglies because nothing says pain like going to take off your mask and it gets caught in your earring as you're trying to pull your mask off. So it's like, no, that's not fun. Not fun at all. So on, we're going to do this. I think by then Derek will probably be ready to come down here and I got to start working on the potatoes. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. So that's cool. Um, whey bread, chicken curry in pie shape. Miss Ariel Rebel, the Zesty Spicy Show. Josh Elkin, air fryer wings versus deep fryer wings. Oh, okay, I got what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't like air fried food. That's my problem. I... I, I've tried to get into it because I remember when I was a teenager, air frying food like became more and more popular because everybody was like, oh, it's so much better for you. It's so much better for you. So I was like, I was like, all right, I'll try it. And um, I just don't care for it. The food is like so dry. <laughs> and some foods are more dry than others if they're naturally kind of dry foods. And it's like they need like a little oil to kind of get some moisture or some juices in there. But then some of them are, um, some of them, like I said, are really dry. And some of them aren't too bad. Like, and it's like air popped popcorn too. That's another thing I can't hardly stand. I was like, ugh, like air popped popcorn is gross in my opinion. I never could get into it. But anyway, I digress. Um, uh, we got the next one, if I can... Schwitty, uh, it's uh, S-C-H-W-I-D-Y, 24-7 food vids. Um, it looks like he's outside barbecuing. 
So that sounds cool. Um, and then let's check out another section here. Let's check out the uh, League of Legends section. We haven't checked that one out in a while. Um, so we got um, Imairu. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, CN Eggs. Link Tiger. Uh, League Met Jeremy. Uh, it's I Keep It Taco. Meta ODCS plus... Um, I can't pronounce, people put some strange words on here and I can't even pronounce half of them. Uh, we got Dark Main. Hi, my name is uh, a really jacked up name that I can't pronounce. Gamer Girl, uh, Challenger, Katarina, uh, Rift Maker, Buffs. It looks like she's playing, yeah, that, uh, um... We got Fogged, FTWT, 100% Win uh, Right Flex Q Club. And I think that's going to be it for this section of the show. So let's move on to uh, Shorty Clips, which is, of course is our TikTok section. Um, we got, let's see, first here. Uh, Ning 2K20 doing we went from making fun of cars behind school bus being behind the bus in no time <laughs> uh, Let's park it official. Oh My god, this looks so real. It looks like they're what at dinosaur or they're where are they? They're at Universal Studios Yeah, that does look really real It's not real, but it looks real it's um, it's like a um, if you've ever seen Jurassic Park where they have the dinosaurs, like the water dinosaurs, it's like they're trying to make it look like it's um, or Jurassic World, not Jurassic Park. They're trying to make it look like it's actually there when it's really not. Um, let's see, it's nasty Nas. Looks like he's buying a Kinder Bueno. Oh, okay, I see what he did. He put his um, iPhone. He put his iPhone in the thing. The guy brings the iPhone to him. He puts the iPhone, his iPhone in the bag, hands it to him, and sees if he, he'll bring it back. So, And he does. He brings it back. This looks staged to me. I could be wrong, though. I'm not trying to be hypocritical. I'm just saying this looks kind of staged. So, like, everything just seems timed so well, but who knows? So, maybe it is real. So, uh, next we have Tulsa Lord. It was formerly Windy, LOL, and it blew his iPhone away. Wow. Or, no, that's not his iPhone. That's his, what is that, a debit card or credit card? It's completely black. That's weird. I don't know what that is. Um, man chase the TikToker. 
looks like that's that looks like cabbage he's feeding to his dog. His dog does not look happy about it. I think that's cabbage. Um, let's scroll down a little bit here. Uh, we got Thomas Johnson. Uh, his funny reactions only. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, okay. He's pulling something out of the trash can. Do pink, blue, girls. Huh, that's weird. Um, let's see here. Brent Rivera. Uh, I hate when this happens. What is he doing? What we, why would you purposely stick it in the comp? Oh, yeah, he closed the fridge before he got a chance to. I don't understand what he's doing on that first part. Like, he throws the wrapper and then he freaks out. He put, purposely puts coffee in the sugar, which I guess is supposed to look like an accident. Um, he puts, oh, okay, I see what he did. He puts the cereal in the fridge instead of the milk. I've never done that before. Oh, okay, I see what he did on the first part. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. I didn't catch that. I was like, well, I was so confused as to what's going on. Uh, let's see. Can't Here's Kabi Lame. Still can't pronounce his name. Uh, can't charge your phone. Five minutes craft be like. Okay, she's got chargers all over the place. Jeez Louise, man. <laughs> or you could just plug the charger in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what she was trying to do. She's like throwing all those plugs all over it. Can't charge your phone. And she's got like plugs running in through her computer, running in through another charger, which runs in from another charger to another charger and another adapter, and then finally plugging it into her phone. It's like, why would you do that? Oh, man, people. I guess people are just doing it to be silly. So, And, um... The Dad 21, today I found out I was a 6 out of 10, hot or not, composite, I don't know, I'm confused. Okay, here's Cat Bean, fridge restock, she's washing off the strawberries, putting them up, washing off the grapes. Washing off, what are those, raspberries? I think those are raspberries. Okay, cucumbers. Is this the whole video of her just washing her fruit? Her, let's see, carrots. Okay, she's restocking the cheese. I guess it's supposed to be one of those satisfying things because she's like stocking it very organized, neatly looked to it. So, but it's like, geez louise, man. Man, she takes her time with rest. I just cram crap in there. I'm not very good. Of course, my fridge isn't as full as hers is. So, but yeah, that's the whole video of her just restocking her fridge. I'm like, wow, entertainment's come a long way. Huh? But I guess it's like I said. I guess it's supposed to be one of those uh, things that are um, you know supposed to be like satisfying. Some people like to watch videos like that. Next is your Miles uh, Turbos. Uh, someone taking a balloon, putting it on the tailpipe. And then they cut the very end of it off. I guess it's supposed to make like a farting sound when you start the engine. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, somebody lost a clamp. Oh, man. This is gonna sound bad. <laughs> the engine yeah <laughs> oh. oh I messed up hold on and then we got What is he doing? Okay, he's being a weirdo. Um, I, Yanta, uh, didn't know I asked for a side of human. What is it? The subway lady fell asleep on my sandwich. Oh my gosh. Is she that tired? She's got to be on something to fall asleep like that. She was in the middle of seasoning the Subway sandwich. And she starts to just drift, slowly drift off and fall asleep. It's like, didn't know I asked for a side of human yet. <laughs> because, well, you got one now. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. I've, I've fallen asleep at work before, but it's usually when I'm sitting down. You know, I don't, I've never been in the middle of like standing up in the middle of doing something and then slowly drifted off to sleep. I don't think I've ever been that tired before. So, but I guess that's just me. <laughs> but anyway, that's it for this section. Uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we got to the, um, uh, close this show out was a youtuber known as uh, blue screen Jason I his channel is just and, and I don't want to me like be one of those people that are just like oh he's so underrated but like he really is because like his he does like such a good job on his YouTube channel like he does um, mostly uh, Elder Scrolls but he also has uh, some uh, the Witcher videos and, and, you know, and other gaming content as well. Like, he has Contact and stuff like that on there that he plays. But mostly he plays uh, Elder Scrolls series. He did this, I think it was, let me scroll back real quick as I kind of explain it. Um, I'll try my best to get there as fast as I can. I should have already had this ready. But as I explain it, I'll scroll up to it. Um, I think it was back in, like, 2014 or something like that. Yeah, here it is. I think I already found it. Um... It was seven years ago, and it was back, like I said, in 2014, I believe. Let me look at the date and make sure that's correct. Um, yeah, it was in February of 2014. He started a, um, he started a, um, series that is still going on right now. And like I said, he literally started this like seven years ago, and it's still going on right now. Um, um, he started the Elder Scrolls series with Arena, because if anyone who knows about the Elder Scrolls series, it's like the first game is Arena, the second game is, um, Daggerfall, the third game is Morrowind, 
And then the fourth game is Oblivion, and then, of course, Skyrim being the latest one, and there's six ones still being made. And um, so he bought the Elder Scrolls Anthology Pack that has all the games in there. And he talk, and he kind of does a quick review on that in the video. And then the the first video he does is on Arena. So he plays Arena, and then uh, which that Arena doesn't take him very long because Arena is actually not really that long of a game. Um, not really. Not if you start do just focus on the main quest because there's not really a whole lot of side quests you can really do on Arena. There's some things you can do on the side, but not really a whole lot. Um, so it doesn't take him too long to finish Arena. I think it, uh, he takes breaks here and there and stuff like that. If he would have just stuck with it with one like solid playthrough, he probably could have finished it in less than a year. I think it does take him two years because, like I said, he takes breaks here and there playing other games and stuff like that. But then what, as soon as he gets done with Arena, he starts playing Daggerfall. I think he started that one about five years ago. It was in, yeah, 2015. So it took him about a year, a little over a year, to finish uh, Arena. And then he starts Daggerfall, which does take him longer. Daggerfall is a longer game, and it has a lot more to do as a side quest. It's a big, big game. And, uh, in fact, it was actually the biggest game of all time until, uh, until um, what's the name of that game? No Man's Sky came along and finally uh, beat it out. But until that point, uh, Daggerfall was actually the biggest video game ever made. Um... So he plays on Daggerfall, I think until 2017, I could be wrong, or maybe it's 18, I can't remember. Um, let me see where the last video is, I think this is the last video, yeah, of Daggerfall. So he plays Daggerfall until 2017, so it takes him like two years to finish Daggerfall. It takes him a little over a year to finish Arena and about two years to finish Daggerfall. He starts on Morrowind about um, three years ago, back in 2017, um, and he he um, is still playing Morrowind because if anyone has ever played Morrowind, man oh man is there so much stuff you can do on the side, like even more than Daggerfall. Like Daggerfall may be the bigger game, but Morrowind has so much stuff so much crap you can do on the side. I have literally gotten sidetracked from my sidetrack playing the game. And it also, you know, doesn't hurt that he plays, uh, he's been playing a lot more games in between Morrowind. Um, so he's not done with Morrowind yet, but I think the last video I watched, if I remember correctly, it's, um, he is pretty close to being done with Morrowind. He's pretty close. And, um, Oh, crap. I clicked off of it by mistake. Jeez Louise, give me a minute. He's pretty close to being done with Morrowind, and then he'll start on Oblivion. And, um... Hold on. Let me pull up my... The channel back up here, because I think I have one more thing to say about it. See if I can figure out how to... There we go. And he'll be uh, done with uh, uh, that one, and he'll be moving on to Oblivion. But he's still got a little bit longer on Morrowind. He's like on number 215. and uh, But his channel views, just like he doesn't have that many subscribers. He doesn't have that many views compared to how long he's been doing this. He's literally been doing this like eight or nine years. And um, I just wanted to give him a shout-out and um, ask people to check him out. He also has, I'll play these at the end. Um, 
of the podcast, but um, he does this thing called a Morrowind Book Club, where he reads off, as anybody knows about Elder Scrolls, they, there's books within the game that you can read, and he reads them out, and there's these three that I think are pretty good that he reads them out. He's a really good out loud reader, like way better than I am. Like, I could never do a series like this, because I'm terrible at reading, uh, reading out loud, so, and uh, people would be like, stop reading, Kevin, you're annoying, and... Uh, but um so but I'll play these at the end of the video these last three he's been starting more and more on this Morrowind book club and um to finish off but yeah I just want you to check him out I'll leave a link in the description to his channel and if you like Elder Scrolls and even gaming in general like I say cuz he does do other gaming like other RPGs and stuff like that and I really challenge people to check him out because he like I said, it's just, it's a really good channel, and it's just so underrated, um, or overlooked, I guess you should say, because the people that follow him do seem to lack him, but he just, they don't have enough followers, so, and enough subscribers, so, um, I just challenge people to check him out, and, uh, yeah, so, I am Kevin Emery, this is Internet Exposition, and I am out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Morrowind Book Club. Uh, today, uh, I'm going to actually. I, I might have actually already read this book during the regular play, uh, the playthrough of the game. Uh, but when I was looking over the playlist, I did not find a, an actual book club on this. So, uh, in case someone's just you know looking through and trying to find a reading of the book, I'm going to go ahead and include this one. If I uh, I did read it at a previous time, which I'm pretty sure I did. And you've already heard it, and just skip to the next. Uh, skip to the next video. Just, it's the right. Just, just skip this one. That's cool. All right. Give it a thumbs up though. Just be like, yeah, it was awesome. Go right, cool. Um. Oh, now I'm starting to do it at the beginning of videos. That's not good. All right. Anyways, let's get on with Chronicles of Nichuleft. Um. All right. This is a chronicle of events of historical significance to the Dwemer Freehold Colony of Nichuleft. Uh, the text was probably recorded by an Altimer, for it is written in Aldmaris. Ah, man, I would love to see more um, exploration of the different languages uh, in um, in the, you know the Elder Scrolls, but I, I, I sadly I don't think that's going to happen. Anyways, twenty three, the death of Lord uh, Elendum. It happened in Second Planting, PD twelve twenty. That Lord uh, Elendum, on a journey in the Western Uplands, came to Nichuleft. Nichuleft. Bless you. Um, and Protector Anchard and General Rukungthunch. That's a fun name. Rukungthunch. I like that name. Met him there. And Dalen Zanchu also came to the meeting. They talked together long by themselves, but this only was known of their business that they were to be friends of each other. They parted, and each went home to his own colony. Uh, Bluthunch and her sons came to hear of this meeting and saw in the secret meeting a treasonable plot against the councils, and they often talked of this among themselves. When spring came, the councils proclaimed, as usual, a, a council meet in the halls of Bams Amshend. The people accordingly assembled, handfasted with ale and song, drinking bravely, and much and many things were talked over at the drink table, and among other things, were comparisons between different Dwemer, and at last among the counselors themselves. Interesting, so... Wait, so it's written in Aldmeris. 
and they're discussing the Dweamer. One said that Lord uh, Elendum excelled his uh, fellow counselors uh, by far and in every way. At this counselor, at this counselor, Bluthanch was very angry and said that she was in no way less than Lord uh, Elendum and that she was eager to prove it. Instantly, both parties were so inflamed that they challenged each other to battle and ran to their arms. But some citizens, who were less drunk and more understanding, came between them and quieted them, and each went back to his colony. But nobody expected that they would ever meet in peace again together. Okay. But then in the fall, Lord uh, Elendem received a message from Councillor Bluthunch, inviting him to a parlay at Hendor Stardom's. <laughs> That's a fun word, too. This book's got a lot of fun words, or names. Uh, yeah. And all uh, Lendum's kin and citizens strongly urged him not to come, fearing treachery. But Lord uh, Lendum would not listen to counsel, not even to carrying with him his honor guard. And sadly, it came to pass that, while traveling to Hendor Stardom's in uh, Chinzinch Pass, a host of foul creatures set upon Lord Elendum and killed him and all his party. And many citizens said thereafter that Bluthunch and her sons had conjured these beasts and set them upon Lord uh, Elendum. But nothing was proven. Lord Elendum lies buried at a place called Leftunch. Okay. Interesting. Have we been to, like, an issue left? Because I'm reading this. I'm like, what was what's the point of this story? Like, it, it, there's, it's, um, it's obviously written in some way that it's, like, it's supposed to be an excerpt, right? Like, well, I'm guessing that's why. You know, it says 23 here, so the death of... Um, Elendum. So, Nichulift, uh, is this a location within Vardenfell? Uh, have we seen this, um, Nichulift ruin? So, I'm wondering if I were to go to Nichulift room, would I be able to see, uh, like, I've been there, obviously, um, but I don't remember its layout. Um, I'm wondering if we could, uh, piece together, um, what, uh, you know, like, the, the room where they were all at. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to bet there's probably a lot of tables and stuff there. Like, I, I want to see how they designed that dungeon to reflect the contents of this book. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Morrowind Book Club. My name is Jason, and today we're going to be reading the annotated, annotated annuad. Um, this book here, I've seen it several times throughout my journey, but looking over the playlist uh, for my Let's Play, I did not see uh, us doing a, a book club on it. So. If we've read the book already, my apologies, go ahead and skip this video. Um, if we didn't, well, get ready, because we are going to be reading it. So, the annotated Anuad. Um, so, the Anuad, Anuad, paraphrased. The first ones were brothers, Anu and Padme. They came into the void, and time began. Alright, so this is actually, you know, I, I do have a bit of a memory of this. I don't know if uh, it was part of the Let's Play or of, of something, but th this here does sound somewhat uh, familiar. Uh, it's, it seems like we're getting into like an origin story of of, uh, of the world, uh, considering it says Nur. So I'm guessing, because I know the world in the Elder Scrolls is referred to as Nern. So I'm, I'm guessing this is an, an, an um, like an origin story. This is this is the genesis of uh, of the Elder Scrolls. Anyways, as Enu and Padme wandered the void. The interplay of light and darkness created Nur. Both Enu and Padme were amazed and delighted with her appearance, but she loved Enu, and Padme retreated from them in bitterness. 
okay, it took me a second. I was like, uh, I, I was reading Nur as Nern, so I was like, oh, it's, it's a world, right? And then I, I got really confused when they're like, oh, this world is beautiful. And then, but the, like the world is like, no, like it rejects Powder Man's like, uh, I love Anu. It's like, oh, okay, so this is a, this is a person. Um, I'm guessing, or a, a god. Nur became pregnant, but before she gave birth, Padme returned, professing his love for Nur. She told him that she loved only Anu, and Padme beat her in rage. Anu returned, fought Padme, and cast him outside time. Nur gave birth to creation, but died from her injuries soon after. Anu, grieving, hid himself in the sun and slept. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, life sprang up on the twelve worlds of creation and flourished. After many ages, Padme was able to return to time. He saw creation and hated it. He swung his sword, shattering the twelve worlds in their alignment. Anu awoke and fought Padme again. The long and furious battle ended with Anu, the victor. He cast aside the body of his brother, who he believed was dead and attempted to save creation by forming the remnants of the Twelve Worlds into one, Nern, the world of Tamriel. As he was doing so, Padme struck him through the chest with one last blow. Anu grappled with his brother and pulled them both outside of time forever. Okay, that's an interesting story. The blood of Padme became the Daedra. The blood of Anu became the stars. The mingled blood of both became the Aedra, hence their capacity for good and evil, and their greater affinity for earthly affairs than the Daedra, who have no connection to creation. Ah. Okay, I, I, the more I'm reading this, the more I'm like, I'm not sure if I remember reading this, but it's, it's fascinating. Uh, on the world of Nern, all was chaos. The only survivors of the twelve worlds of creation were the, uh, El, I'm sorry, El, 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 Nofe, El Nofe, and the Hist. Oh, the Hist. That's, that's familiar. Uh, the El Nofe were the ancestors of Myrrh and men. The Hist are the trees of Argonia. Nern originally was all land, but... Oh, sorry, not, not but. Um, Nern originally was all land with interspersed uh, seas, but no oceans. Okay, this is, uh, this is kind of fascinating. So basically, um, humans and elves have a common ancestor, according to this. You know, if this is truth, um, you know, for all we know, this is just a story made up to explain the past. Um, now, the Hist, yeah, obviously is, um, has something to do with uh, the Argonians. So, wh where did the Khajiit come into this? Huh. Um, or, you know, the other creatures. Uh, a large fragment of the uh, El Nofe world landed on Nern relatively intact. And the Elnofe living there were the ancestors of the Myrrh. The, uh, these Elnofe, El, I'm saying fake because it's, uh, it's uh, like, um, I guess that's how you would say it, right? It's it's kind of a, a word that's sort of associated around like fairies and stuff, right? Uh, these Elnofe El, El fortified their borders from the chaos outside, hid their pocket, hid their pocket of calm, and attempted to live on as before. Other Elnofe uh, arrived. On Nern, uh, scattered amid the confused jumble of the shattered worlds, wandering and finding each other over the years. Eventually, the wandering Elnofe found the hidden land of old Elnofe and were amazed and joyful to find their kin living am amid the splendor of ages past. The wandering Elnofe expected to be welcomed 
into the peaceful realm. But the old Elnofe, uh, sorry, El, uh, eh, Elnofe, looked on them as degenerates, fallen from their former glory. For whatever reason, war broke out and raged across the whole of Nern. For whatever reason, I, I love this. We've got all this detail of like how the world is created and stuff. And then, ah, for whatever reason, it's, to me, it's like the author is just kind of like, um, I don't know, there was a war. Um, war broke out and raged across the whole of Nern. So, so basically it sounds like, um, the, the this is where, like, the elves did, like, I, okay, I'm not sure who these, no, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's finish the story, then we can analyze. Um, the old Elnofe retained their ancient power and knowledge, but the wanderers were more numerous and toughened by their long struggle, struggle to survive on Nern. This war reshaped the face of Nern, sinking much of the land beneath new oceans and leaving the lands as we know them. Tamriel, Akivir, Atmora, and Yokuda. Now, I was aware of these three, but Yokuda, I don't remember. We don't, we don't necessarily see a lot of, um, we, we actually, I'm trying to think about this. In Elder Scrolls games, I don't think we typically see anything beyond Tamriel, except for... No, I think that's that's it. M maybe in a later game there is, but I'm I'm not as well versed with uh, the later game, so I don't know. We'll we'll find out maybe when we get through uh, Oblivion and Skyrim if you you can take a little teleport tricks a trip somewhere. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you don't. The old Elnofe realm, although ruined, became Tamriel. The uh, the remnants of the Wanderers were left divided on the other three continents. Okay, so the remnants of the Wanderers. So the old Elnofe became ta uh, Tamriel. So basically, the the wondrous, the the um, we'll say the, the the high up magical whatever people were the ones who stayed on Tamriel, and everyone else ended up on the other continents. Okay. So over many years, the Elnofe of Tamriel became the Myrrh. That's what I figured. That's where I thought this was going. The Dwemer, ah, the deep ones, sometimes called dwarves. The Chimer, the changed ones, who later became the Dunmer. Uh, the Dunmer, the Dark or Cursed Ones, the Dark Elves. The Bosmer, the Green or Forest Ones, the Wood Elves. And the Altmer, the Elder or High Ones, the High Elves. On the other continents, the Wandering Elnofe became the Men, the Nords of Admora, the Red Guards of Yokuda, and the... What the heck? The Seishi? Seishi? Of Akivir. The Hist were bystanders in the uh, Elnofe War, but most of their realm was destroyed as the war passed over it. A small corner of it survived to become uh, Black Marsh in Tamriel, but most of the realm was sunk beneath the sea. Eventually, men returned to Tamriel. The Nords were the first, colonizing the northern coast of Tamriel before recorded history, led by the legendary Yggdrasil, uh, uh, the 13th of his line. King uh, Harald was the first to appear in written history, and so the mythic era ended. That's a fascinating story. Does not explain the Khajiit, though. Hello everyone, welcome to my corner of the internet. My name is Jason, and today we're back with the Morwen Book Club. Um, I, I, I inquired of some people on Twitter, and I got a whopping seven votes, so that is definitely representative of my entire audience. Uh, and everyone everyone was, very, well, most people were very adamant, adamant that I become a, a, a very sexy librarian and stay uh, here in Kakaranath's library and read as many of the books as I possibly can before I rush off to finish the game and stuff. And uh, so, so to get things kicked off there, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get started with uh, this bookshelf. We're, we're just going to go through all of the books. 
That's right, we're going through all the books in Kakranak's library. Um, and I guess we'll get started with, um, this one here. I, I like, I like doing things in order, because, you know, my memory's pretty bad, so, rather than going, eh, have it in this one, and start going around, picking around, we're just gonna start here, uh, and work our way around the room. Yeah, sounds good. Alright, so we're gonna start things with the Consolations of Prayer. Through the bounty of Blessed Almzivi, Triune Grace, and all the hosts of saints, the faithful who pray at the temple shrines may be granted blessings through the miraculous sacraments of prayer and devotion. The three-sided shrines betoken the three-faced uh, benison of Almzivi and may be found in temples or at sites of pilgrimage or at pilgrim waysides or in the tomb of the sanctified. Uh, you know, it's so obvious uh, and I should I should have noticed up until now that yeah all the shrines all have a uh, a triangular shape and you know there, there's there's all this talk about the three and like there's an expansion called the tribunal like tri three it's it's a very prominent theme and it never occurred to me that hey you know what the shrines are all in uh, all reflect that same design um, but yeah there it is the book just pointed it out and spelled it out for me. Uh, what benefits may be gained shall be listed herein, uh, herein, herein for uh, the edification of the worshipper and pilgrim. All shrines grant cures of common diseases, of blight diseases, and of afflictions of poison. You know, I, I would have liked to have known this before. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I just never read this book. Like, this might be a very common book. It's not valued very high, but it would have been nice to know this earlier. Like, like I found out on my own, but for some reason, it just... I'm learning a lot from this book. Um, the shrines bearing the images of Vivek, Almalexia, and Sothasil also may grant the blessing of Almzivi uh, restoration, which restores damaged attributes and the three blessings of Almzivi. Vivek's mystery for good fortune, soul of Sothasil for magical power, and lady's grace for endurance of hardships. Those shrines bearing the images of the saints may also grant the particular blessings of the saints, which are listed for you here. Saint Aralor grants Aralor's intervention for fortifying character. Fortifying character, is that a personality buff, I'm, I'm guessing? Uh, Saint Delon uh, grants shield of Saint Delon for resistance to blight diseases, so I guess it's a uh, resistance against disease, like what it just said. Uh, Saint Felms grants Felms glory for greater skill in restoring magics. Greater skill in restoring. Oh, um, I read this as like restoring you, how much magic you have, but I'm guessing it means it fortifies your restoration skill. Yeah, that would make more sense. Saint Lothis grants Rock of Lothis for fortifying the will. Okay, fortify willpower. Uh, Saint Maris grants Maris's warding for resistance to corpus disease. Well, Maris, Saint Maris, you've become very useless to me. Um, Saint Nerevar grants Spirit of Nerevar for fortifying the body's vigor. Now, what if you got, like, like, you get a blessing of your own spirit? Like, do, do I get to become, like, double Nerevar? Because we're the Nerevarine, right? So, like, it, are we getting blessed with our own spirit coming back on us? Vigor. Um, I don't know what Vigor would be for. I've, I've got to find a shrine to Saint Nerevar and see what it buffs. Because uh, Vigor, um, I, it makes me think, like, endurance? Eh, I don't know. Like a stamina type thing? Eh, whatever. Uh, St. Olms grants Olms benediction for resist resistance to common disease. St. Realms grants Realms grace for endurance of hardships. Okay, so that's endurance, I'm guessing. 
Um, St. Uh, Roris grants Roris' bloom for fortifying the body's health. I guess that's a straight health buff or something? St. Saren grants Saren's shield for resistance to poisons. And St. Veloth grants... Wait, yeah. Veloth's indwelling for magical power and also grants the blessing of Almzivi Restoration, which restores damaged attributes. So, St. Veloth is a pretty good one. Um... The faithful are granted these blessings when they pray at the shrines and make a modest donation. The blessed of the uh, initiate, the blessed of the initiate rank, uh, and higher of the temple have already made their devotions in service and piety, and need only pray at the shrines to receive their benefits. Oh, that's interesting. And Almzivi is generous, so even the unbeliever may receive a blessing if he prays, if he proves his respect with a generous donation. So. When we, um, the blessed of the initiate rank. So I'm guessing when, uh, when you join the temple, and if you get to the initiate rank, um, you can actually start getting the benefits without having to pay at the shrines. That is cool! That is neat! That, like, I, I love little things like that where it's like you get the, the benefit from the, um, from the particular, uh, like, faction that you, you've joined up with. It's just a little thing, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a perk. It's a perk of being part of the temple. No, yes, temple? No, the temple is... I'm trying to remember here. There's two main religious things. There's the the ones of, like, the the Nine or something that's more of the Imperial um, uh, religion, and then there's the uh, the Dunmer, which is the like, the tribunal temple. Yes, there's the tribunal, tribunal temple. All right, so... Um, what's the other one called, then? The Imperial something. Uh, okay, actually, I'm kind of curious. Did I join the temple? I was thinking of joining it, but I don't know if... Yes, I did. I'm a layman, so I'm not an initiate yet, so I don't get those cool perks. Ah! And here I am at, like, at the end of the game. I, I could have used that. Oh, well. Uh, that's fine. So that has been the Consolations of Prayer. If you liked this book, you know, if you liked it, <laughs> or this little, very incredibly, incredibly short video, give it a thumbs up! If you didn't, give it a thumbs down. Either way, uh, let me know what you... Th what were your thoughts on, basically, this manual in the game, to telling me what little buffs I could get throughout the game? Um, yeah. So, until uh, I get to the next book, I'd like to ask you all to, uh, game on.